Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 80 of Zion's Finest. This episode is like a live battle report. We had our regional prep tournament at our local game store in Salt Lake City. It was also a Q4 kit tournament. We had a great turnout. Ten people showed up. Um, everyone was running their competitive list. We had, I think, two or three Spectres at least. I was running the box. Scott and JK were running Vader Palp Thrawn. There was a lot of scum hunters rolling around. So, I mean, the, the meta was the meta was diverse. No one was running Han Rangers. Matt wasn't there. And so I, I think he he might be thinking about that list. We're not I'm not totally positive, but that was um, what everyone brought today. It was a great tournament. We had four rounds of Swiss, no cut. I was able to actually go 4-0. So, um, I, I mean, there's not like a ton else to report in terms of like the overall structure of the tournament. I talk with each of my opponents as well as um, some people who are doing well in the day. And we talk about we're really digging into Spectre. I hope that people aren't getting too, what's the word, exhausted with talking about Spectre. The reason why, and maybe you are, but the reason why we I keep wanting to hammer it is because I don't think people get enough reps in. And the reason is, is because... Unlike games like Destiny or X-Wing, there's just not a ton of Imperial Assault games going on, right? Like, our communities are small, and it's mostly focused on playing with a few of your good friends, right? Or whoever that you've got showing up to your weekly or every two weeks getting games in. And there's just so much to know about Imperial Assault. It's such a complex game. It's incredible, right? But it's tough to know how each of your matchups go versus something like Spectre on each of the maps, on each of the missions. And I think it's really helpful to listen to other people who've been playing the list talk about it, talk about what they're trying to do, what they don't want their opponents to, to do to stop them. I think it's personally very helpful. I love getting these guys, these Spectre players on to talk about um, their, their general strategy. And as you'll notice in our discussion, Two of the people running Spectre who made second and third in Swiss, which is Aaron. No, I'm sorry. Second and fourth in Swiss, which was Aaron Ross, who won our recent store championship. And Sam Sweeten, who I've had on many times. They run their Spectre list very differently. Sam is all about getting in your face, putting on a ton of pressure, um, and just beating you with math, right? That's what Spectre does. It beats you with math in terms of how efficient it is. Whereas Aaron is much more conservative most of the time. I won't say like that's generally, but it's like a good rule of thumb in terms of like their general play style. Sam is like taking your terminals at the end of round one and start of round two, like he is there. So and you'll kind of notice that. I've also, I've got Jason Brege and Colin Hambrick who were at the Kentucky regional. I think it was a week or two ago. They both ran Spectre. I think they were first and second in Swiss. And we're going to be talking with them. Um, I'm going to be talking with them tomorrow night, giving a little bit more of the spe the Spectre mirror match, just as well as just some more Spectre discussion. So if you feel like you're a little bit burned out with Spectre, I completely understand it. Trust me, this is an enjoyable episode. We have a lot of fun. Only I think I do talk with Sam. I talk with Robert. I wasn't able to talk with Aaron. But we do arrange the field in terms of lists that we're actually talking about. I also think that it is very helpful, unless you're getting a lot of reps in, to listen to other people talk about Spectre. I know I've said that previously, but I do really think that it helps your game, especially versus a good Spectre player, to know what they want to do in order to beat you. And that just helps. So anyway, I don't want to keep droning on. We recorded at the store, so you'll hear people talking, the store, uh, the store door beeping, things like that. Pay no attention to that. I tried to edit it out where I could, but um, we had a lot of fun. Great turnout. Can't wait for a regional. It's really exciting to see how people are solving Spectre, and that includes people who are playing Spectre. They have got the problem to solve as well, maybe even more so, right, in terms of the mirror. All right, anyway, let's get started. Thank you guys so much. 
Hello everyone and welcome to episode 80 of Zion's Finest. This is Kenny Brown. Today is December 15th, Saturday, 2018. What we're doing is we are having a Q4 regional prep tournament in anticipation of our regional that's going to be happening in, oh my heck, two weeks, a little, three weeks I guess. Is that it? Yeah, three weeks from today. We're going to be doing our regional. So today we had a Q4 regional prep. Everyone's running, not everyone from our local group is here, but a, a good showing. We have 10 people who have showed up and it's everyone's kind of like running through their paces on their list kind of getting refreshed in preparation for regionals. Scott is running his Vader Vader Paltron list, trying to see how his matchup goes against Spectre. If he loses against Spectre, I anticipate he will actually run Spectre at a regional. So things like that are happening. I'm running the box. I'm running actually the nine activation box with not R2 and two re regular smugglers because as long as Moss Eisley is in the rotation, that's better. But I keep, you know, once Lethal happens, I drop, drop them for R2. So, but things like that are going on. What I'd like to do with this episode is kind of just have a run running um, forum in which I'll have people who are running particular lists, what they like about their lists. We'll kind of like do a little bit of a, a breakdown. The re what I want this episode to be for is as you are preparing for regionals, these are the things that I want you to be thinking about in terms of list building, matchups, um, just things like that. Obviously, we're already into the regional season, but it's about to get really underway. So today, I think there are regionals in Australia. Oh man, I don't know. Today's December 15th. I don't know all the regionals that are happening, but obviously there's a bunch, but there's going to be many more in January, February. So this is your preparing for that. If you don't want to run Spectre or if you don't want to run Han Rangers, there's, there are other options and we'll be, we'll be talking about those. I'll see if I can pull some people in and we'll get going. Thank you so much. Okay, I am right now, I'm joined by Josh Waite. He was my round one opponent. I want him to talk about his list, why he has built it the way he has, the answers that he thinks it solves, and then we'll just like do a general discussion. Josh, first off, give us a little bit of an introduction for yourself. Okay, uh, so I am brand new to Imperial Assault. I started in October. So like I am super new into this. I've played different kinds of board games and miniatures. I've done Legion, X-Wing. Legion's kid. kind of your main, isn't it? For right now, Kay. right, because I'm kind of burnt out of GW. So like Fair. Warhammer and all those, I'm like, let's focus on Fantasy Flight. Yeah. So I've got other board games, but this is like my first skirmish game. We should also emphasize that Josh is an incredible painter, which is why most, like an incredible, his models are amazing, oh, which thanks. is probably why when you say um, the games that you're leaning towards are games where that is prevalent, focus, right? Like yeah. Games Workshop, right? Legion, Imperial Assault. His, his, I would never say this about anybody else. I would not say it if it were true. His Ahsoka is better painted than mine, which is, <laughs> that tells you something. Okay. I was going to say, they're on the painting channel for the Slack. I always post like, oh, yeah. One. There you go. So if you want to see them. Uh, so for my list, so we have, so it's all, it's very uh, Jedi focused. It's the Jedi, yeah, right? It's it the is the return of the Jedi. So we've got Ahsoka, Kanan, Ezra, Davith, Gideon, R2, 3PO, Rebel High Command, Motivation, and Heroic Effort. Such cool idea. Which I just realized I never used that and remember that one card that I needed. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Oops. So it's seven activations. Yeah, that's right. We forgot about heroic effort. Which is fine. Yeah. Like, again, I'm brand new to those games. That's true. For a skirmish, I'm like, I don't really care. You're drawing three cards per round, which is crazy. Not including the R2's card, right, that he's drawing. You're drawing four cards every round. Yep. Wow, that's nuts. So the command deck, because that's what this is all built on. So uh. this list was built on because I've been hearing nothing about, or I've been hearing everything about Spectre Cell and who's the boss, yep. and then the IG list. Yep. Which I'm like, okay, those are all very, like, the things that are scary in those lists are very close combat yep. oriented. But they also have, so they have one or two, like, really scary hitters. Okay. Ezra, Vader, yep. IG, 
which means they're like my list. They're running lots of little support units. Yeah. Gideon, Hera. Um, 3PO, officers, yep. Uh, so the point of this list is to ignore the heavy hitters and be fast enough to go hit the supports. Okay. And then hit the heavy hitters. Okay, so like you take out the back line, which people like Ahsoka can do in spades, right? Like mm-hmm. no six health figure can realistically expect to survive nope. Ahsoka. And if she's focused, you're going to kill like an eight health figure. Yeah, likely, if I'm right? focused, it was the math was I'm can pretty much guarantee six damage. Yeah, I mean like you can guarantee six damage through yeah. dodges, like nothing of that. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's go through your command deck. Okay, so the command deck is force surge, comms disruption, slippery target, just one copy. Yep. Dying Lunge, okay. Learn by Example, Force Push, Force Jump, Change of Plans, Negation, Right Back at You, Jump Jets, Force Rush, Officer's Training, Take Initiative, Urgency. Okay. So explain why I'll ask you questions about it, but explain like your choice right now. So the, uh, so I got on, uh, what is this called? Tabletop Admiral? Tabletop Admiral. Yeah. So I just kind of, I figured out what I wanted to run, and because it auto-filters, I'm like, okay, show me everything that I can take. With movement. Okay. So everything that's movement, I took it. Okay. For the most part. Um, like, I don't have, like, fleet foot. Yeah. Um, and I dropped things, kind of dropped staples, like planning. Yep. Because I'm like, sure, I have three leaders, but that takes an action, and I always want to have one of my actions be sure. to move. And you're drawing eight billion cards already, yeah. right? So I don't have things like that, so I'm like, those things I can kind of drop. Uh, the other things that I've kind of left out is, like, on the lamb. Yeah, you didn't have on the lamb. Nope. Because I have one figure, yep. so I have Ezra that can do it, yep. and everyone expects it. Yep, it's true. So I can do things like... because And this is true in our game. I was avoiding attacking Ezra until I'm like, I have... He's my only choice, because I'm like, he's got on the lamb in hand, he's drawn a billion cards, right? And every, everyone's going to be making that calculation. Yep. It's very cool. Everyone thinks that. Yep. So I'm like, okay, so I can do things like uh, change of plans. Yes. Which that one, I'm like, okay... For anyone who doesn't know, because... Yeah, tell us, because <laughs> people might not know what Change of Plans does. So Change of Plans is... Actually, let's just read it, because... There we go, Change of Plans. After you resolve a group's activation, exhaust one of your deployment cards and ready one other deployment card of equal or lower deployment cost that shares at least one trait. So I have four Force users. Yep. And they're all... It's eight points, eight points, seven points, six points. Yep. So pretty much anyone, because it's equal or less. Yep. So Kanan's usually the slow one. Yep. Who's usually always lagging behind just because he's he doesn't have any built-in speed. Yeah. Davith is base five. Yep. Ahso- or Ahsoka's got leap. Yep. Plus the plus two. Yep. And Ezra's got brush. Yep. So like they can move. They're cruising. Yeah. So and Kanan being an eight points. Yeah. Model, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, everyone's ignoring Ahsoka now because she's already gone. Yeah. Let's dump Kanan and now. Hopefully your heavy hitters have gone yes. to the point that now Ahsoka, who should be in the back line, yep. can now go again it's and get another one. Such a cool idea, right? Because yeah. if, if Ahsoka is placed in a way where that your opponent still needs to commit in order to attack her, they're just not going to do it, right? Like if she's already activated. And so it would be very, very cool for your opponent. And it's not even like them walking into it. Like they're just planning, okay, Ahsoka's already gone. She killed somebody, but now she's not going to kill anybody else. I can like start looking the other direction, right? Looking towards Kanan. Where's Ezra? Yeah, exactly. Where's Ezra? That's exactly what I was thinking. And then, yeah, you can. that's such a cool idea. Yeah, so you can do that. Um, the other one that I have that a lot of people probably, I haven't heard anybody talk about is uh, Learn by Example, yeah, I, which is Ezra's. Yeah, so tell us what that card does. So Ezra's is... It's his personal command card. Yep. It's copy a force user card from a discard pile, regardless of affiliation. Regardless of... So anyone's discard pile. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's 
double check that for sure. Okay. And yep. you describe pile ignoring faction That's research. really cool. Okay. So, and the big one, so that's all of the movement ones because I have force jump, force push. Oh, it's true. And I also have force surge, which mm. is the two damage and a strain. Wow, that's which cool. Which is just free damage. That's crazy. Force, I mean, doing on force surge would be kind of... That's the target. That would be insane. But if I need it for um, force jump, which is for Davith, yeah. that's the reason I have him in then because you get mobile. Yeah. So Jump jets. No. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, that's right. That's, that's right. the thing. Yeah, like, you're right, you're right. You're oh, right. I've got so many yep. things that yep. are like, yeah. you don't know these, yeah. which is kind of the plan. Like, I've always, in any game that I've ever played, it's always been off meta kind of things. Yeah. So, like, 40K, 5th edition, and it was like, if anybody even knows these, I played Tau, which in 5th edition, that was always a thing. Yeah. Like, Tau were terrible. Uh-huh. Um, other games. Overwatch, I play Mercy, or not Mercy, Farah. Okay. So, it's just always, like... My play style yeah. is off meta. Yeah. So I love doing that because people can't play it. And there's like a strong exploratory component, right? Where you're like doing things, you're like, oh, turns out like th- I, I can do this really cool thing that no one's anticipating, right? Yeah, I should get set for step for stun. Yeah. Set for stun. Done. Yeah. No. I was like, that's the thing I should put in there. Yeah. Be like, hey, Gideon, do yeah. it. Yeah. Stun um, Han from 15 spaces away. Okay, Han's, Han stunned. Here goes a kill, right? Yeah, because that's what Gideon's doing anyway. Yeah, exactly. He's just sitting in deployment. It's like, focus, move, focus. Yeah. Okay, so question. Oh, actually, never mind, because it, it won't work. Really. I was going to think, what about strength in numbers? But that won't work because it's, it's 12. 12. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, because anything that lets me double move. Yeah. Because. That's what this is all built around. Yeah. Yeah. Speed, getting where I want tempo, to go. Tempo, right? Like keeping the tempo up. Okay, now why don't you have pummel? No copies of pummel. For the same reason I don't have planning. Okay. I don't want to spend... I always want an activation to move. I always want movement. Okay. I guess that's true. I mean, like... Because your, your, your cards are always going to give you something, right? As long as you've right. got a force user alive. Well, because there was one... T- so I played a game on Basil where uh, Davith... It was, I don't remember what he was playing exactly, but I know he had Gideon. And that's always, like, get Gideon. Yeah. So it was the end of the first round. The doors were open. Davith was sitting there in uh, my deployment. Okay. And and I had had already scomped with R2. So I had four cards in hand. And they were Force Rush and... Oh, and that's when I was running... um, I don't remember what else it was. Darn it. But the point was, like, I got to his Gideon. Uh Uh-huh. And then I got initiative. So second round, I'm like, okay, Gideon's going to die. Yeah. And I'm like, deal with it. Yeah, take it. I'm, and, and I'm in your back line. Most of the time, you have not, like, you, they have not planned for that, right? Like, they've moved people away from Gideon. Like, that's what I do, right? Like, well, actually, that's not what the box does. But that is what most lists do. Han Rangers are, like, trying to take up position. And most of the time, Gideon is just moving and focusing people. So he's staying alone, and you're and you're diving into their end zone. Yeah. That's really cool. So the reason I don't run Pummel is because, sure, on that next round, I can double swing with yeah. him yep. or with any of the other Force users. But then I'm stuck there. Yeah. Then so that second round, I swung with him. Kill him. And then ran away. Yeah, I like that. And I, like, I get that. And now I'm out of position. Now you can't shoot Davith because now he's hidden again. Yeah, I like Now that. he's further away. So now it's even. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. Now, so with that being the case, that also makes sense why you're not running Vanish, which is Davith's command card. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's not it's not going to give you movement value. Most of the, It's not going to give you movement value for anyone except Davith. You have to draw it before Davith dies. And you want to be able to commit people. And I've already got two... Specific. I have Ezra's and Ahsoka's card. You don't have Tainan's card. Nope. Now, why... And so, again, it doesn't give movement, but you've got all these Force cards. Is it... You just... Is it because that, like, it just doesn't make the chopping block in terms of, like, movement? Or why are you not including Tainan's card? That's actually one of the ones that I was... 
like debating because it's a one cost card and there's other cards like jump jets. I'm not super feeling, but I wanted to bring it. That's yeah. why I'm like it's more movement. Yeah. yeah. Um that might be subbed in. Yeah. But the reason I think I yeah, the reason I didn't include it in this one is because that is a late game card. Yeah. Like I have to play force cards yep. to use it. So if I draw it early it does nothing. It does nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's one block, but yeah, you're, I totally get what you're saying. Well, and because, like, even looking around these lists, I'm like, okay, I should do way better than what we did. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> well, because, like, the box, I'm like, I can't get to your support. Yeah. Because they're, like... They're all right there. Yeah, right. so, like, when I went up and swung against um, Dracotta, I'm like... It's the best shot I got because yeah. I'm not going to swing against Han. Yeah, yeah. You can't swing against Han. Yeah, I didn't have on. I never, I didn't draw on the land, which was kind of scary. But yeah, like that's, that is the problem, right? Like Han and Dracotta just, oh, also I got super, super, super lucky and one shot dab it. <laughs> yeah, so I was, was like, at full health, focus Dracotta, one shot him. Like the odds of that were infinitesimally small. I know. That's why I was like, well, because that's, because when I set up too, like he set up front because he's got stealth. Yeah. And then he's in front of the door, so he's blocking everybody behind. And then I yeah. saw Dracotta. I'm like, well, that doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't want that. And I was like, so just move forward. And then, like, you got exact range yep. with his stealth. And I'm like, oh, no. Because he was hidden, yeah. But I, Dracotta, I, I moved her up so that I think I just needed to roll, like, one or two extra uh, accuracy, which I got. So, and it was just a super, super lucky shot. But, yeah. yeah. I think, you know, I really want to see how your list does against Spectre. Because it's built for Spectre. Because it collapses, right? Yeah. Like it, like it, because of how fast everyone is. Whoever Spectre brings in, you're going to collapse and kill them with all of your peers, right? So yeah. or circle around them, or circle around them, yeah. right? Like, yeah, you can do whatever. You can avoid the fight, and you're fast enough that, like, if he puts someone out of position, you can collapse and kill. But otherwise, you can just like run people around. Yeah, because Spectre, the first targets are Hera or Kanan. Oh yeah, like, definitely. Getting one of those two first, and then getting as it deteriorates. Yeah. Like, that's the point of the list. Yeah, I, I do So like between that. that, and then for who's the uh, boss, it's either Palp or Thrawn, getting one of those two. Yeah, and just avoiding Vader, mm -hmm. right? Just avoid Vader. Yeah, I like that. And with Slippery Target, I'm fast oh, enough man, to do Oh, man, that's it. a good idea. Oh, I like that. Plus, oh my gosh, Comms Dispute. I love that one. Comms Disrupt? Yeah, that's what Oh, it it's such a good card. It's a second negation. It's yeah. even better. And it's even better, right? Because you're going to be able to comms disrupt Blaze of Glory because you've got two spies. The only two that I'm worried about that I cannot disrupt are Assassinate and Anomaly. Anomaly. Which is like, I mean, it sucks to be in the spot where you can't. Those are two of the best cards in the game. Right. But you can comms disrupt Blaze of Glory, which is a huge deal. Right. Right? Which is why I'm not worried about IG-88. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. There's a bunch of stuff I'm not worried about except for boxes and rangers, which is what I ran into in the very first <laughs> round. I'm like, nuts. The box <laughs> is just like its own. It does its own weird little thing. So, you know, like the, the it's like it's like how you're saying you like meta things that are like off meta. So it's like you got the core meta and your is like your decisions are like off meta in one respect. The box is off meta in a completely different respect, yep. right? And so never the twain shall meet. But yeah, okay. That's awesome. Thank you, Josh, for coming on. Let's see how we do. Okay, I'm now joined by Scott. We just played Swiss round two. Scott was playing Vader Palp Tarot, or Vader Palp Thrawn. I yep. said, you didn't hear this, but in the prior section, I said that this tournament was going to be whether or not you decided to run Vader or Spectre. Yep. So tell us what you're going to do. Yeah, I'm going to run Spectre. Okay, now, tell, now let's break down the Vader Palp Thrawn list. Like why, like, why are its matchups, like, what's the problem that's driving you away from it? So... It, it, it's a little twofold. So I've been playing it. I've played it quite a bit. I've played it pretty exclusively for the last six months. And, and you played Vader months, for a year. Three months. Yeah, I've played Vader a lot. Yep. But And I played Vader Palp a little bit when Heart of the Empire came out. Yeah. And now I've added in. So the list, for anyone's reference, is 
Uh, Vader with Driven by Hatred, The Emperor, Thrawn, an elite Death Trooper, two officers, and then five skirmish upgrades, the upgrades being Rule by Fear, Unshakable, Zillow, Doubt, Extra Armor. There's been, there's been some, like, thought of, like, well, do I run, uh, do I drop Doubt and Extra Armor yeah. for another officer? Uh, or do I downgrade uh, the Death Trooper mm. and take an officer by losing, like, extra armor? I, I feel pretty confident that's not the right move. Yeah. Um, I think an extra officer, even though it gives an extra activation, provides less value than doubt and extra armor. Doubt it does. Can yeah, be even because, you know, how many times does, you know, that block token save you? Or just, I think the, the list definitely works off of having a lot of tokens, big power plays, um, and... Uh, in my experience, you know, I've been playing through our league that we're doing in the Zion's Finest, and the problem that, um, you know, I experience is just um, ability to get into the action. I, I've, I've gone uh, four for five, uh, so I've won four out of my five matches in the league. Okay, um, which sounds pretty solid. Yeah, it's, it's, so I was thinking, hey, the, the, you know, maybe this has legs, and, and the only one I lost, I lost to time. Uh, if the match continued for another 10 or 15 minutes... I would have won. And it was a vassal, and we, we time our games in vassal, which is a little weird. Most people don't do that. Yeah, because vassal takes a little longer. It right? does take a little longer, but you know, it, it, I think you know, it is what it is. Sure. You know, um, the problem that I'm having, especially because we we you know, Kenny and I just played on Moss Eisley, and and this was kind of my experience, even more so than Lothal, because I think Lothal, you, you can get away with more stuff. Is all my damage is is you know really concentrated. Yes. And. The ability to just get in in the mire yeah. is really dependent on cards, and so any amount of card mitigation um, just really hurts. And that's and that's the thing is that I actually think Vader Palthron, if if Kenny and Kenny's box, if you're familiar with it, if those weren't in my local area, I probably would run Vader Palthron. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think even against Spectre, even against Spectre, I okay. think Vader Palthron against Spectre works. Okay, um, if you play it right. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that your list has to work against everything. Yes. And Spectre does better against card mitigation. Yes. Period. Because they don't care as much about they card They just don't mitigation. care as much about cards. Right. Um, and, you know, it's that thing of, you know, if a couple things had gone my way with, with Kenny, um, it might have been different. Uh, if he didn't have Miracle Worker yeah. or, or if he didn't have certain... But, like, I got rid of On the Lamb. Yeah, you got rid of On the Lamb. So that that was good, but he drew through his whole deck. And, yep. and he got rid of, you know, he, strategi- he intelligence leaked out a Parting Blow, yep. which is I would have needed to kill Dracada when you Miracle Worker, and I didn't have. Yep. Um, I would have needed to... I had five cards, and he strat-shifted them. They yep. had stealth tactics, face-to-face, dying lunge, looking for a fight. Mm. Like, a lot of really valuable cards for me that he just got rid of entirely and I drew back Dying Lunge and Stealth Tactics Stealth Tactics did nothing for me yeah um, I like having the defensive cards they're they're valuable but they really only work on Vader yeah uh, the Brace for Impact works on anyone yeah because it's basically saying I'm going to play a card to add average 2 block 2 block yeah which is solid but the white die I think is worth it for Vader even if it rolls just an evade because yes. an evade can be really valuable for Vader but for everyone else it's like eh, I'm probably going to die anyway yeah. so I I could just tweak the the command card deck, but I think I think about Specter yeah. and I think about how it's just so consistent because it doesn't care what your opponent's doing 
or what or what their command cards are realistically, right? Like yeah. they've got 15 command cards, all of which they can work with because the stat line is so efficient that whatever they have, they've got the tools they need, right? Whereas you need parting blow, looking for a fight. You need to be able to get like Vader dealing mass damage. Yeah. Or Kastron and Palp can't clean up, right? Yeah. And that was the thing is that Palpatine was so worthless for me in this game. And, and most of the time when I'm playing Vader, Palp, Thrawn, it's, you know, Vader's coming in and Palpatine's ordering Thrawn to do an extra attack, Vader yep. do an extra attack, he's force lightning. Yep. And, you know, it, it really came down to, you know, I, I, Kenny can sit back and just chill. Yep. And, you know, shoot at you yep. down the lanes on Moss Eisley or on most maps. I was like, well, I can force choke from a distance, but MHD just says, no, you can't play that game. Yeah. Because if we're eight or nine away, you're going to do more damage than a force choke's going to do, but you might miss accuracy yeah. a couple times, so you're only hitting every other attack. Yep. But if MHD is just healing the damage, it doesn't... The, the presence of MHD is, is such a problem for my list. Yeah. Because I just... Takes away one of its main threats, right? Yeah, because... It's only long, long range yeah. threat. Yeah, it, it, the only long range threat, and, and the nature of my list where if I get in your kill zone, it's like, I'm going to attack you, I'm going to attack you again, I'm going to set you up for an end of round attack, I'm going to focus. Yeah. And, you know, there were plenty of times where I, you know, if you had made one, you, you there's a point where you had moved Mock into a line of sight where Vader could have killed him, and you're like, oh, I'm actually going to move him here. Yeah. And, like, if you had kept him there, yeah. it would have been such a different game. Really? Because I would have force choked him guaranteed dead. Oh, Because he had see. two damage on him. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. And if I had been able to do that... You would have... So, what I was... So, what he's saying is the very beginning of the game, I intel leaked a parting blow, take, taking two damage, which yep. was fine. I guess I wouldn't have thought that you would, like, sacrifice a Vader activation in order to kill him, but I guess you would, right? If I, I have nothing played, else to do. I have, if I haven't played Strat Shift, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, and so, because Strat Shift is such a swing. Yeah, it is. If you have three cards in hand, you lose two, or you lose one, eh. it's not a big deal. But when you have a card, because my deck, re- like... It's, it's a combo deck. It sounds weird to say that Vader really requires cards because of how good he is. Yeah. But he really does. Well, the reason why he's so good is because he's got these cards that allow him to do these really cool things, right? Right. Well, in my first match today at the tournament, you know, I went and killed IG in one activation. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I, I won up. And it's actually interesting because, you know, I force choked him in a round. Okay. Moved up. Rolled. Did uh, 11 damage. Oh, my gosh. I felt bad. I parting blowed to do one damage. Because you're just like, I just want dead. Well, he needs to die. Yeah. You know, and... And, you know, Vader really lives off of, hey, I can either go kill the one big figure really quickly, yeah. or I can go kill two little figures. And yeah. here's the thing. I went up, I attacked Kenny's Dracotta, and did 11 damage. Yeah, 11 damage in one and, hit. And, and Dracotta had only you know, had three, had three, da- damage, three on damage, so yeah. it was overkill. It killed her. Right, but then Miracle Worker changed that, because if, if my Vader at the time had probably... I think at that time he had two damage on him. Yeah, he did not have very much. Right, and Han did the majority of damage. I needed. Yeah, I had three attacks on Vader. One Dracotta, two focused Han shots. Yeah, and which one which had tools? Yeah. So so and and it was this kind of situation where if Dracotta was dead, it would have been a big. It deal. would have been a different different game because I had dying lunge yeah. with Vader and I didn't play it because it was like the game's over. Yeah. But it would have been a matter of Dracotta. Um, I even had you know party blow or anything. If Dracotta dies, yeah. then let's say even Han does the same amount of damage. Han has three damage on him. Vader force chokes him end of round. You've got six damage with Han. On the lamb's gone. Yep. And Vader can probably kill Han, and, yep. then it, and you probably will kill Vader in the, in but, the mire. So then it's uh, it's Gideon, 3PO, 
Mac and MHD versus Palp, right? Yeah. Which is actually, that's kind of in Palp's favor because he's just going to start one-shotting people with. Yeah, he's just going to force gonna, lightning, lightning tempt. and then he's going to go for objectives. Or in there's that. Yeah, right. sure. So, I mean, you'll have killed enough of my stuff at that point. Yeah, it would have it depended, right? Because I, I still even think that, you know, um, you know, Mach can put a little bit of damage on Mach Palp. Mach can put out the heat. Right, because and if he's focused. C3PO will focus him. Yep. And then Gideon will, you know, also has to focus. So Gideon can focus Mach, and C3PO can focus Gideon. And, and I think you still win that if I don't kill C3PO and then him, and then Gideon. Yeah. But it, it would have been a different game. Yeah. Because Dying Lunge, if I was able to kill Han before using it, Dying Lunge could have killed Gideon or Mach yeah. or, you know, it, it, it was a type of situation where it wasn't that things didn't go my way. Yeah. It's that you moved through your deck quickly, and I didn't help. Yeah. Here was an aspect. I got rid of second chance. I got rid of on the lamb. Yep. I got rid of. Uh, I took. I took like strain cards. I took negation. You um, lost. Yeah, I lost negation. I lost negation. I lost um, element of surprise on yeah. one of them. Right. But you drew through your whole deck. Yeah. And I think, I think, if and correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm you and I say, hey, Kenny. Uh, would you want to uh, draw through your whole deck if it just meant you didn't get on the lamp? Because yeah. that's the only one of those cards oh, you care about. Totally. Exactly. Right. Like because you have Miracle Worker, you've yep. got Stratchet, like, yeah. I helped you draw through your whole deck. Yeah. And so, I mean, here's the thing: if Thrawn can discard on the lamp, he's still going to do it. I don't think you yeah. don't discard cards. Yeah. But it just means that I have to assume that you always you always I, have the cards you need. If I had to choose between, I mean, that's a crazy thing. If I had to choose between on the lamp, Miracle Worker, I. Which card, if I'm like, which card do you want to lose? I will lose on land 10 times, like... Well, absolutely. Every time. I get the... the, mat, the It's applicable to everybody. You don't want to attack Han anyway, right? So it's yeah. like... That return fire is rough. Yeah. It's just crazy. You, you want to kill Han in one shot. You want to kill Han... You want to kill Han when you can guarantee the kill. He can't go anywhere, right? Like, you don't... Like, Han is just like... I've learned this more and more. The more I play the box, the more I learn. Han is the last person they want to attack. Dracod is who everyone wants to kill, right? Because Scott... This is what... We, when we started playing, Scott just would go kill Vader. Or he would use Vader and go kill Dracotta, and that was it, right? And so I had to learn to, like, protect Dracotta, and that has just been kind of, like, the running process that we've gone through. Right, because if it's Vader plus his stuff versus just Han, Vader yeah. will win. Yep. And Dracotta, I mean, here's the thing is, Dracotta has more health, Yep. has more defensive die, yep. has a built-in block, Yep. but black die don't mean anything nope. to Vader. Vader just chews through it. Yeah. If I'd been able to kill Dracotta with that uh, end-of-round attack, it uh, would have been nice. Yeah, you probably would have won. I, or no, it I would have won. Yeah, it would have won. I wouldn't because I still would have killed him. Killed him. With uh, it it would have probably it would have ended up you would have killed him with Han and then Vader would have dying lunged and oh, yeah. would have had to do either seven or four damage to Han, which is hard with an end. Of, well, dial, no, he could do as long as you didn't dodge. I think it it would probably he'd probably get him. Yeah, I mean it would be well, and I had three PO next to me, so you'd. I mean, yeah, but you're, you you're going to deal. You're going to deal damage. Yeah, you're going to. Uh, if if he had, I can't remember if Han had six or four, three damage on him. I had three. Three. I think that's probably unlikely. Yeah. I might. I might damage do, calculator that. Do some math. Um, but yeah, so it's a situation where, when Vader Palpthron does work. Uh huh. It's the same as Vader and Destiny. When he does work, he really, really does work. Yeah. But any amount of mitigation that is effective really cripples the list by its very nature. That's a great point. That's a really good point. And so it's just a matter of, I love Vader. I prefer him. I like the way the list plays. 
Um, and I, you really have made like running Vader into like an art, right? Yeah. Or into a, almost a science, right? Right. And um, I'd like to think it's a bit of both. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Spectre is so consistent. Yeah. I can't. I you can play Spectre poorly and do well. Yeah. Like that's how consistent it is. We we all hear all these stories about someone like picking up Spectre, playing some you know like competitive experience player who's like trying something that's like a little off meta but not super off meta and like working them right. Yeah. And so that just tells you like how efficient they are. Right. And and here's the thing. You know, VPT has won nationals in a few different countries. Arvidas is obviously really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. Han Rangers has won. And here's the thing. VPT can win. Yeah. It it can beat Spectre. It can beat the box. Yes, you have. It can beat a lot of things. But the question is also, um, you know, if it was the box, if we were playing on Tarkin, or if we were playing on Uskru, yeah. you know, would it, be, would it have been, been any, any different? And maybe it would have, and maybe the map makes a really big difference. But that's another thing of, uh, if, if I'm, like, let's say Daniel Taylor, right? Because talking to him, you know, it's a lot about, like, mathematically, what is the most consistent and yep. is going to perform most consistently, yep. right? Um, there's a great game called Between Two Cities. Mm-hmm. Um, have you played it? No, it's by Jamie Stegmaier. Yeah. I know about it. So basically the premise of the game is you build two cities. And then your the city that you score to win is the one that did worse. Yeah, because you build a the premise of the game is you're it's kind of like Seven Wonders. You're sitting in a circle or whatever. Yeah, and you're and drafting. You're, tiles. Yeah, you're drafting. You're building with the person to your left and the person to your right. Right. So yeah. it's a co- cooperative kind. Yeah, of and you score your your cities and you say, okay, of your two cities, which one had less fewer points? It's, it's an amazing design yeah, idea. Yeah, and you say that's your one that scores, and it's that same idea. Yeah. Of yeah, Spectre Cell might have a lower high performance threshold than VPT or IG uh, weekways or any of that. I believe this. But what's its lowest measured yeah. value? Great point. And especially on like, hey, if you're on Tarkin, uh, Rogue AI, Vader will destroy you because it's close and there's a lot off his eye. You know, that's great. Yeah. But if Vader then completely fails on Mos Eisley or Lothal, it's like, well, okay, one, one out of every three matches you're going to dominate and you're going to lose the other yeah. you know, two. And so That's not the math you want to walk into. Right. And Spectre just works on every map. Yep. And, and that feels disheartening. Yeah. And to be fair... Maybe I just need to figure something else out. I yeah. need to figure out, hey, like maybe Thrawn doesn't work, or maybe the Emperor is okay to have out and free up eight points. Maybe, maybe we should say, hey, Spectre isn't as prevalent, and so it's maybe okay to have Jets. Yeah, and just build and just kind of work it because Jets are just so good, like against everything that isn't Spectre. Yeah, and you know what? Here's the thing, like. They're still good. We just, you know, I, I literally built my VPT list. Like when I first when I first came up with the idea of putting Vader and Palp and Thrawn together, it was, I want to make the Imperial Spectre. Yeah, I remember you and, talked about. Yeah, this. and it's you know tokens are gonna, add, you know, function as the plus one block, block plus, plus one damage. damage. You're gonna have big figures that are make big attacks. And it works fine as a Spectre counter. Yeah. But the whole question is, how does it do against everything else? And and again, like you've mentioned, its consistency is like it's not as consistent as Spectre. Spectre is just straight consistently. Yeah. Right. Like doesn't it matters very little what it draws, you know? Like everything is just gravy. Whereas Vader Palp Thrawn needs some consistency in turn. That's why you've got rule life here, right? Yeah. 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 You, well, you need the cards and and you know. The consistency of Vader Palp Thrawn is that Vader always has plus one damage. Yep. Thrawn always gets values with his cards. Yep. Um, the Emperor always does three damage and can order an attack. Yeah. And those are those are things that you can guarantee it at points for for certain things. And and uh, I love Thrawn. I love Thrawn's design. And I so cool. I think it'd be 
maybe maybe what you do is you switch Vader out and you run an ATDP. I wouldn't do that because I feel like even the four extra points, I feel like I can do more with Vader personally. Yeah. Just I feel like I'm better at running Vader than I am at running the ATDP. Yeah. But maybe that's a thought is and you run another Death Trooper to get more activations, you drop the other Death Trooper, you run jets, yeah. and you drop some upgrades and you run Death Troopers or you run more officers or maybe you try something like that to hopefully uh, have damage. Because it's all about, you know, the two list-building concepts that you have. I guess I'm going to throw three out there because I need to account for you. Is So we have kind of my list, which is I'm going to have, you know, the big guy. I'm I'm definitely – I enjoy the Heart of the Empire Mentor because I am a queen piece kind of player. Yeah. Of I'm going to have the big hitter or the two big hitters. Um, and then I'm going to have the, you know, mid-tier units that are doing cleanup work, and then I'm going to have my support units. Yep. And then you've got people who are more around the idea of everything does a middle amount, which are... Scum. Like yeah, scum. Hondo. Yeah, Hondo. Uh, any scum list without IG-88 yeah. that's running, like, Weakways and Vinto and Onar. Yeah. Um, or a, a good example would have been the trooper meta, yeah. where you just run, like, two elite troopers yeah. and two elite, you know, death or uh, heavy troopers, you know, that kind of thing. And then there's kind of the third archetype um, is kind of a variation of either of those, which is the mitigation archetype, which is what you're running, yeah. which is you have two queen pieces yep. functionally yep. Um, to split the damage, and everything else is pretty worthless when it comes to damage, yep. but you're doing the mitigation. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're dropping the middle aspect of the mid-tier units for just... I mean, I just, like, amp up the damage, right? Like, I amp up the damage on one side and pull down my opponent's damage, right? Right. Well, and it's interesting because um, your list and my list are actually very similar in terms of what they're trying to do. Yeah. Because, you know, Drakkad and Han are Vader and Palp. Yeah. Um, Thrawn is filling that same niche and the Death Trooper as Hera and Mach. Yeah. Because they're, it's mitigating cards. That's a great point. And then you've got the officers are functioning as the C-3PO and Gideon and the Alliance smugglers. Utility, like a little yeah. bit more control. Uh, there's a little bit more damage on the Imperial side, but there's fewer activations. Yeah, that's um, a cool idea. Yeah, and so the difference between your and my list, why your list is more successful against mine, at least on certain maps, uh-huh. um, and I think just in general, yeah. is that you have less risk and require, um, and the, the things that make your list work in terms of damage potential are not card dependent. No, I just need focus. Like, yeah, I just, you just keep need the, focus. Keep focus and keep my queens yeah. alive. Which, um... That's a really good point, Scott. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, Doubt, I never forced you to reroll, or did you I? You did. I it did. Sa- it saved that Death Trooper. Yeah, it saved the Death Trooper, but like, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Uh, but like, Doubt kind of helps with that, but also I think you probably more so than anyone have gotten in a really good habit of... I'm going to spend the focuses while I have them yep. so that... I'll, I'll take a suboptimal shot rather than bank the focus. Exactly. Right. And I think that's... I mean, and, and you never really missed accuracy. I did not. Yeah. I had to use Hera to get accuracy. Yeah. Because- and, and I always wonder about, like, playing against your list. So anyone who plays against Kenny in a regional or worlds, uh, think about, be thinking about this. There you go. Um, Don't think about this. Do you, do you go for Hera and MHD first? Uh-huh. Because... They add so much value. So much Did value. you miss accuracy? No, you didn't, because no. you got Hera or Miracle Worker. Yep. Um, and it feels better to, ha- even if you have Miracle Worker, it feels better for MHG to save himself. Oh, yeah. And Be- it feels bad to play it that way. Yeah, right? because, hey, you saved MHD, but his biggest value is Miracle Worker. So him using it himself is almost... It's worthless. I mean, it's, it, it, I, yeah. I like it because MHG then functions to like add six or seven hit points to whoever 
could have been the target, yeah. but I don't like it because that if I'm using MHD on MHD or Miracle Worker on MHD, it means I have mispositioned MHD. That's right. the problem. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, and, and or do you go for Dracada or Han because as that's fifty percent of your damage potential? Yeah. Then you know if you kill, I mean, for me that was always Dracada gets placed aggressively. Yep. And I'm gonna go run. I mean, and, and I felt disadvantaged because Dracada did an arcing shot that put two damage. It did one damage to the Death Trooper, but it did two to Thrawn, two to the Emperor, and two to an officer. Yeah. And that just put me way behind because actually we had done an equal amount of damage to each other. Yeah. But you had healed that yeah, damage with right. MHD. That's right. And so, you know, I was just behind in that way. And I, I really. I think you go for MHD and Hera. Unless I have put Dracada in a place where you can kill. Like, I, if you say, who do you overextend to kill? Yeah. You overextend, if you're going to overextend to kill someone, you got to kill Hera. And, MHD, really. Like, yeah. Because if MHD dies and I have not played Miracle Worker, I lose 75% of those games. Yeah. If, I, if I have not played Miracle Worker. Here's what I wonder about, and this might be... Um, now I'm going to try and second guess myself playing Spectre. Yeah. But if I had played super aggressively because I have I've played VPT games where I play incredibly aggressively yeah and it's always somehow worked out really yeah where if I just say hey Dracada and Han are going to attack Vader yep and it's going to be really painful yep but if I make them but if I can force you to attack before you're focused or before you if I do it in round one or two yeah rather than three or four when you've drawn tools for the job and miracle worker and maybe you just say I'm going to take the round and just yeah and just kind of come in and say you have to be close to me yeah because i think that you'll hit me 10 damage on vader but i'll hit you i'll kill one of yours yeah. first you'll kill i mean you'll kill dracada yeah and i think cuz you know when someone has their whole deck in their hand you got six or seven cards in your command in your hand of command cards yeah i don't know how you really counter that i don't know how you like cuz it's just they've got everything they need yeah and Strat shift that's how you counter it yeah, uh, and I think even uh, something that, that goes into that as well is that then suddenly stuff starts becoming relevant. Yeah. Uh, Palpatine, even if you've killed Vader, yeah. you know, Palpatine's yeah. going to come up and, you know, he's full health because you focus all your stack on Vader. Yep. Your benefit was that you... I was able to, like, kill, kill Thrawn. I was, able, I was able to deal a lot of damage with Jakarta and then just kill people as you brought yeah, them Yeah, you got in. an officer and then you got Thrawn and then you got the Death Trooper and those yep. are my stallers and the people that mitigate your cards yep. and then they give out tokens and, you know, Thrawn? Thrawn did six... That yeah, Thrawn, on, Thrawn on shot Hera, Hera broke eight, eight spaces away yep. and almost one-shot her. Yeah, and, well, got her to... She had one health left. I had already used MHD and yeah. then you tempted her. That felt real bad. Yeah, which, I mean... It wasn't enough. You didn't... Our losses weren't equivalent. No. But if you had failed to kill Thrawn, which you killed him exactly what you needed to. Yeah. Um, if you'd done one fewer damage, then you couldn't have killed him. Because so, I was going to throw a rock. Is right. Like and I... And, you know, I, I yep. could have pitched a card, chose not to. Yeah. And I positioned Thrawn really aggressively because I was like, I need to kill something. I yeah. have to get in the game. And Vader just chilled in the back. But, like, if you think about it, right, like... If if I had done that inversely, Inverse, yeah, Vader's coming. Did you, did you have miracle? When did you draw a miracle? Yeah, I, so turn one, I had, um, I don't know, but I had planning. Drew it into black market prices. Drew it into miracle worker. Okay, and I pitched set, set for stun because he had unshakable. Yeah, although if I've already used parting blow, I didn't use parting blow. No. That's also another thing I didn't even get to. Um, 
uh, ever parting blow. No. One, you discarded one. Yep, I Intel leaked the one. And two, I only had half the combo ever, yeah. you know? And I'm okay if you par- Intel leak uh, parting blow. Yeah. Because um, I can still use dark energy and looking for a fight to utility. Yeah. Whereas y- if I don't have a trigger for it, yeah. I can't use parting blow. Yeah. And, and you can be dependent on that. Yeah. But also I have two parting blows. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy... For that to be what gets discarded, it wasn't what I want to get discarded yeah. in that particular hand, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Huh. Are we? We are at time. So the round has ended. We are at time. Thank There's you, Scott. We will. Yeah. We will be back. We will be back for more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We just finished round three. Sam was my opponent. We had a unbelievably close game. Sam, what were you running? I was running Specter Cell with motivation. No zap. Okay. Tell us about. Um, so the more we play motivation, especially because. I was playing set for stun. Yeah. Um, I think motivation is the correct play. 100% agree. What about um, your command cards? Was there anything like crazy about that? Um, I did something kind of... I've learned from playing Spectre Cell. You're going to bum rush anyways. Yep. You can sometimes take... you. I've taken the terminal of every other... In every game that I've played of the other opponent. Yeah. So I've been drawing three cards around. So I've cut planning. I like it. Four fleet footed. I like it. So I can get my pummels off more regularly. Do you have two copies of pummel? Two copies of Pummel. And Death Blow. And Death Blow. Yeah, I like Two that copies speech. of P- Pummel and Death Blow. Plus I have, for movement, Heart of Freedom, Force Rush, Fleet Footed. Do you have Force Push? And Force Push. Wow, that's crazy. So I, the yeah, thing is... I, I, think this, I think this is the right. I, I agree. I think you you if you're going to run two copies of Pummel, you got to go all in on it. I agree. And I, I think this is the way you go all in on it. Yeah. I, so it's like, I never... If I have a Pummel, I'm never not going to get it off. Yeah, the problem was... So our, so our game... So I, I won, <laughs> but I mean, I cannot stress how unbelievably close this game was. Yeah, Razor like, Edge. We, so we were playing on Moss Eisley. We were playing... Uh, concealed treasures, which is more friendly for me because I've got my double smugglers, right? So mm-hmm. I've got smugglers going out and picking up crates, which push pressure on Sam. I'm on the inside section. Sam, however, is really, really smart about his Kanan and Ezra. What he does is, or I'm sorry, with his whole Spectre team, what he does is he sends Kanan and Ezra. So if you're looking at like the outside, um, like the, the deployment zone, so let's say you're looking at a map of Moss Eisley. The outside um, is on the right, the inside is on the left. I'm on the inside. What he does is he brings Kane into the bottom left part of the map, so like where I can't get shots unless I commit to that big open area. And so he does that and he brings Ezra there too. He then throws um, Zeb and Sabine over to my terminal, which puts a crazy amount of pressure on me, right? So what I do is I send Han and Dracotta to go kill Sabine, which I'm able to do, but at this point, I'm kind of out of position and there's nowhere for me to run, right? So then it just becomes a bloodbath, right? Yeah, exactly. And, well, what it really came down to is, well, it's a couple things. I forgot to play Negation on set for stun, which I've done that at the top of the round. I could have brashed Ezra, pummeled Dracotta, MHD, and killed them. Kanan would have been the Spectre Cell to kill kill something else. I could have just, it would have been a landslide there. Yeah, because, so what happened was, so he has got... So I've got, like, my box. Everyone's there, and I'm, like, mm-hmm. absorbing shots, trying to kill people. He has got Ezra, like, he moves Ezra one space away with motivation, um, and he clears away. So the reason why you, you moved him away is to put him within three of Kanan. Yep. Okay, so he's within three of Kanan, but now he's going away from all of my people. So I send up my smuggler to set for stun to lock him down. Because at this point now, I'm like, hey, you can't run with Brash, but you forgot about negation. I forgot that I had negation in my hand, and I'm like... Oh, I could have could have stopped that. Yeah. If I'd stopped that, it would have totally changed it. But still, it came down to Razor's Edge. It was because, so close. So I just needed. I had pummel. I was 
I had Cannon and Ezra up there right by his guys. Was, yep. I if he didn't kill Ezra, I could have pummeled. Yep. Taken out Gideon, taken out Hera. Hera. Played and Celebration, Sultan. and then Chopper could have just got me a box and I could have won the game. Yep, it was. I mean, like, that's how close our game was. It was, yep. it was crazy. Oh, I had On the Lamb. For you had Hera. On the Lamb. Oh, so, okay. so you wouldn't have killed Hera. But, I mean, like, th- that's what yeah. we're saying, right? Like, this game was so close. So, having played it, I think that... Well, I could have killed them 3PO with Cannon. Three, and then oh, yeah, been, yeah. Then I would have been so close, I would have just been two points away. So the, so the thing was, at the end game, you never attacked Han. Nope, right, never attacked right Han. Play. Yeah, you, you never attack Han. I think in your list, you got a bum rush Dracada. Yep, absolutely right. Which is what I did, and I forced both Second Chance and Miracle Worker off. Yes, that was huge. <laughs> that, that, it was actually, it was crazy that I had, I drew both those cards. I drew Miracle, my opening hand was Miracle <laughs> Worker, Second Chance, And he did it while I was controlling his own terminal the entire game. Yeah, I, that, that's <clears> the, the crazy thing about Spectre is like, the <clears> whole game, I never drew more than one, I drew one card the whole yep. time. Mm-hmm. I never drew planning, I never drew taking it, or I never drew black market prices or officers training. So, if I wouldn't have had those cards, I would have lost. I mean, that's kind of the part of the box. If I don't have the cards, I'm going to lose. But I, if I wouldn't have had those cards when I had them, I wouldn't have won that game. Yeah, because the box relies so much on drawing cards. Yeah. Like, that's why if, I know if I take your terminal... That was crazy. ...that the box loses a whole lot of its... I just, like, I, I need to be oh. lucky. I need to yeah. be really lucky. I was lucky this game, right? Like, because if mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had those two cards, like, that, that's kind of part of the thing. However, mm-hmm. so I, what I want to focus on is I think the, the right... The, the thing to do with Spectre... This is like something seeing, watching you play, watching JK play, is you rush the opponent's terminal. Yeah. And then, because then you can drop cards like planning. Yeah, and uh, planning is actually, I think, a terrible card, Inspector. Here's why. Yeah. What about because officer's training, though? Officer's training is good. Do you have it? No, I don't. Okay. But I don't, I because I think other things crowded yeah. out. I think celebration crowded out. I think fleet footed fleet, crowded Fleet footed got an attack with, uh, an attack that I was not planning on with Dracada. Yeah. So, so what happened was, I mean, just like to kind of <laughs> set this up, I've got a full health on, full health Dracada, I've got Miracle Worker and Second Chance in hand. What I'm doing is I'm trying to stay away. I, I, I can take one attack from somebody, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to stay away from like getting two attacks off so that the whole point of the box is you absorb one attack, take a shot, run back, and MHD kills. But what he does is with fleet-footed, and I know he's got movement cards, but I can't plan on like all of the movement cards, right? I also had Force Rush if you negated that. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So then no. there was nothing I was going to do, but then he yeah. brings Kanan in and is able to force me to trigger second chance off of a Kanan motivation or a Kanan um, Ezra is like takes your from full health to zero. So I have to burn mm-hmm. second chance. And that like, I mean, at that point I was like on the ropes, right? Like trying to like hold on. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And here's another reason why I think planning. So I think planning is an actively bad card with Spectre Cell. Okay. I agree. Because I, I, I watched listening to you and watch you play. Yeah, I agree. I think it's an actually bad card. You don't have very many activations. You've got two who can play. Two it. can play. It. You never want to play it on cannon. No. And no. Hera does way too much fearless to have her do it too. I agree. You gotta have her. I'd much rather have her double move than have her move once and play planning the first time. I agree. I want to have her up so she can push through the extra damage. Yep. Because it's so important that your alpha strike goes well with Spectre. Cell. Absolutely right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you did. So he with Ezra or Hera, you killed Boethius, who was running yep. away with the box, right? If if you hadn't have killed Hera there too, I had. Tools, oh, yeah. yeah, and Hera was gonna come in, and if Hera got one shot by Dracada, yeah, and, and um, unfocused Dracada, and unfocused Dracada, yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I threw a rock at her to kill her, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, but if she had survived, she would have done some some work there. Yeah. I would have had her instead of Ezra co- with the with the yeah, two, yeah, use two yeah, tools. Yeah, yep, yep. She would have come in, and oh yeah, that would have been <clears throat> that would have been that right. I think the thing is, so what I what I want to say is, if you're playing against Spectre, the thing to think about is. You want, I mean, like, I'm not going to say anything that's super obvious, but you want to maintain space, right? Like, you Mm -hmm. want to, like, always be thinking about space, and also you should be thinking about next turn, 
where do they want their people to be, right? And this is something I kind of failed to do. I was just taking my shots of opportunity because I'm like, I've got to kill, like I've got to kill Sabine, right? Like, so mm -hmm. Sabine's coming up. Sabine is a box breaker because if she's a, all she needs to do is go up and toss one grenade, deal two damage to five figures, and that's like, that's it, right? Yep. Like, because all of my guys are then like eminently one-shottable. So you, what you're trying to think, what I should have done and what you should be thinking about when you're playing versus Spectre is, where do they want to be next round, right? And obviously, mm -hmm. like, they all want to be in your grill. Um, it's not just about them being in your grill. It's more about, like, because you are very smart about your positioning, right? So, like, I'm playing on Moss Eisley. You're splitting up your guys. And I'm trying to think, like, where does Zeb want to be? Where does Hera, like, where do all these people want to be? Spectre is the one list where it makes sense to pincer your opponent. Yeah. Because if you let them run away. Yeah, that's true. Then the, if you have all your guys just chasing them, yeah. then they can just run circles around you the and whole time. The whole yep, time. And kite you the entire time. So you, you got to... I feel like you got to decide how you're going to split it, yeah. and then you're going to pincer them. I really like it. I think it was, and it was. I, especially on Moss Eisley. Yeah. On other maps, you can change it up, um, maybe a little bit. What do you, I mean, like, how, because I, I think... No, I think you really got to split it, though, on pretty much all of them. Yeah. I think you got to have... Like Zeb, Zeb Sabine. Zeb Sabine. Zeb Sabine. That's a great call. And then, then Canon Ezra. Is motivation unlimited range? Yes. Oh. Unlimited range. So was within three No, motivation is unlimited range. Oh, so man. Zeb can... <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah, motivation is definitely the way to go. It gets rid of those negative things. It gives you the extra movement, which also helps with your pommels, yep. helps get everyone into position. Yep. I mean... I think everyone is going to be running, not everyone, but most people who are not running Spectre or, like, Vader list are going to be running set for stun. Yep. Like, I think it's it's honestly becoming kind of an auto-include. Just because the ability to, like, <clears throat> get a free stun on somebody is so big... And not, and motivation, being able to, like, clear that away. Oh, mm -hmm. man, that's crazy. Because, right, like, if I can stun Ezra after he has activated and you don't have motivation, Ezra is, I mean, you, you can Heart of Freedom. Yep. You can Heart of Freedom for Brash, right? So yep. you're staying there until, yep. you know, whenever. Man, that's crazy. Yep. So I, I do really like that. Huh. Okay, what else What else are you thinking in terms of, I really like your list. I like the com. I think you're totally right on double, or uh, not doubling down, but, like, really going all in on Pummel. Mm -hmm. You think you shouldn't have been so aggressive with Sabine, or is it okay losing her, like, on the approach? I knew I had to lose someone. Okay. I knew someone's going to die on the approach. I actively decided I wanted you to kill Sabine instead of instead of Cannon. Yeah. Which is why I put Sabine in that, in that yeah. position. Because he, I, put, cause he put her in a spot where I'm like, I can <clears throat> open the door and start taking shots at her. I wanted you to go... Here's why I wanted you to go for, for Sabine. Okay. If you went for Cannon, you'd be less out of position. You'd it's be true. closer to MHD. That's very true. Oh, you'd very be true. closer to 3PO. Yeah. I put her there because I knew... I knew two things. You hate Sabine because it's the box. Yeah, I do. It's right. And I knew that if I put Sabine there, it's going to draw you out to try and get her. Yep. You're going to be more out of position. And I figured I'd probably trade, it's probably going to trade Mock for Sabine. Yeah. And that's a bad trade in, in your favor. Yeah. But it got you out of position, yeah. which is what I was which going for. Which it did. For. Which it did, right? Which I, I and I knew I was going to lose somebody on, on approach. Yeah. Like, there, there's, just, there's just not a way to get around it on that map against your lifts. I think, and you know what? Actually, as I'm thinking about that, you don't want to lose Zeb with motivation because nope. motivation is such a big deal. I mean, losing Sabine hurts, but like, you think about what Sabine, Sabine is. Sabine was the one I wanted to lose if I was going to lose any of Exactly, them. right? Because you've mm -hmm. got Zeb. Ezra and Kanan, which are like the three tankiest guys together. Ooh, yep. man, that's brutal. Yeah, that was a really, really smart play. I mean, I got lucky. I got really, really lucky, and our game was still smart. Like, it was razor close. razor close. Yeah, I really like that. Okay, well, we'll be back to talk about this more. Are you going to run uh, Spectre at Regional? Yes, sir. Yes! Same list. Oh, man. I mean, it really is. I mean, I think that is... I think Sam's kind of stum not stumbled on it. I think Sam is, like, constructed. I think that's the right I, I've been testing this with a couple guys up in Logan. I mean, we finally got some more players up there, yeah. so I can... Yeah, some yep. more guinea pigs you can beat on. Yep. You, have, you don't have second chance? Nope. Oh, okay. I, second chance, 
has always failed me when I've tested it. Force no. surge? Nope. Okay. I, I, I don't... You've got Heart of Freedom. I've right. got Heart of Freedom. I think that's better for Pummel than for, Force Surge. Yeah. Force Surge is just two extra damage kind of when you need it, which yeah. is good. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> so... It's more, an ex it's more expensive Death Blow that limits your movement, right? Exactly. More expensive Death Blow that, that limits my movement. I have... I run Death Blow. Yeah. I, um... I, I Second chance, I... It's so easy in Spectre Cell to decide to change your target. It's true. Oh like, man, oh, that's absolutely true, right? Yeah, like if somebody, if I put spec, if I put second chance on Kanan, they're like, okay, whatever, I'm gonna kill Zeb. Yeah, it's true. And it's like, it to me, it, to me, it's not. I don't. It's not like, oh, I want them to kill Zeb instead of Kanan. Yeah. Th to me, it's sixes. Yeah. I I just want them to kill the least amount of guys. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> yeah, I like that. And the other problem with uh, second chance is that there are a lot of ways to get through it. Like, Drock can eat through a second chance, right? Because yep. she'll kill something, then she'll shrapnel to do more damage and toss a bomb. Vader can kill thing than Force Choke. That's, oh, that's true. Yeah, there's too many problems for, for Spectre Cell. I've yeah. never, I don't know of any, actually, I know, Aaron's running second chance in his Spectre Cell. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think, like, the well, ability to change our targets. He played, against me, he played that, mm -hmm. and then I just decided to ignore Kanan that entire round. Yeah. Instead, I killed Zeb and Hera and Chopper. The other thing is, yeah, I guess <clears> that's true. Yep. Yeah. So, like, I just, I just ignored Kanan. I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll, I'll take out Zeb, I'll yeah. take out Chopper, I'll take out Hera. I guess second chance is really only good for the box. Like Miracle Worker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think second chance is only good for the box. I think you're right. I mean, it's amazing in the box, but yeah, I think you're right. Okay, um, maybe there's some value in a Vader list, but... Yeah, I, but there's still a lot of ways to eat through, through Vader. That's exactly. the problem, right? Mm -hmm. Like The problem is, is, like when Vader is going down, he's going down, right? Because yep. like, if your opponent is killing Vader, like they are committing everything to kill Vader. And yeah. so, I don't... I mean, it would be awesome if like what it does is it stops them from... Because it only puts you back two, right? Yeah. So that would be awesome if you can then save Vader, perform an end-of-round attack, perform a start-of-round attack, farting blow, right? Like, that's, like, mm -hmm. the ideal to get three more attacks out of it. But, like, what are the odds that that's going to happen? Yeah, I, I think you only put it in the box, honestly. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, let's see how our fourth round goes. Okay. Okay, the tournament is over. I am now joined by Robert. Robert. Third place. Okay, so, well, let, let, let's... We'll, we'll go through this. Okay. So it was four rounds of Swiss. Yes, We right. were three and one. Yes. Third in terms of strength of schedule. Right, sure. Okay, tell us your list. Okay. And tell us how you did. Yeah, so... Let's um, focus on... Because we're going to focus on his Spectre matchups. Right, right. So it's a points manipulation list. Uh, so I have Jabba, Hondo, uh, Elite Weekways, a regular Jawa, Hired Guns, um, and then... I'm uh, missing somebody. Sabine. Okay. Yeah. Yep, obviously. And then obviously Temporary Alliance and then Black Market Prices also. Okay. So Command Cards, I assume we've got Celebration. Yes. Price on their heads. Yes. Rebel Graffiti. Yes. Hondo's card. I do have Hondo's card. Okay. And I, so it's funny because you, you need to get points in this list and yeah. so it hurts to pay anything. Yeah. But that, I've gotten so much utility out of that card. Yes. Every once in a while, I mean, he dies by one or two or even three. Yeah. And it's a huge deal to keep him alive and then focus, focus him. Focus him, right. Yeah. And then going for it. Because then you're going to make another attack, right, right with, with that focus attack. And they have the choice then to pay you those points back. Right. right? Or to exactly. just take a massive hit to the face. Exactly. Yeah. And that lets me take other figures in the list and have them attack first mm. and let Hondo just sit out there. Yeah. Because it's, it's like you have the... Um, the, the second chance yeah. on Hondo. Yeah, it's a little. It's more expensive, but yeah, and from a point point of view. Yeah, that's very cool. So now let's talk about your Spectre matchups. How right. many? Who who did you play for Spectre? Right. So I played Aaron. Kay. In Spectre, who's who? running motivation Kay. with and, that extra point. And Aaron won our store championship, the demo store championship, probably three or four months ago. Yeah. Running Spectre Cell, yeah. right? And he took second today by yeah. strength of schedule. That's right. Yeah. 
And then I played Sam, who I I lost to Aaron. I beat Sam. Okay. Let's talk. Also motivational. Also Sam. running motivation. And Sam Sam actually was on the podcast earlier. You wouldn't yeah. know this, but he was on the podcast earlier. We talked about his list. Right. I re- I think Sam's Spectre list is where right. it's at personally, yeah. but it's really good. I that was an interesting matchup because Sam's philosophy running Spectre is that he wants to control both terminals by the end of round two. Yep. Which is extraordinarily aggressive. Yes. And uh, he said that it's worked out for him really well. Yes. And it did today. As it turned out, that aggressiveness is what let me win uh, because he put Ezra on there. So I was on the side of the map with the treehouse. Okay. And so he funneled most of his people through the middle. Okay. Through that middle like door. Like the middle middle. The right? middle the, middle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Through the lower door. Yep. And, um, and then he had Zeb and Ezra kind of by themselves right next to my terminal. Okay. And I saw him take everybody around. Uh-huh. And so I kept most of my guys behind my door in that deployment in point deployment to area. be flexible okay. with that. And so he kind of just walked into their firepower. Okay. And um, he killed Hondo, but Hondo got to play his card Oof. and then wallop Zeb Oof. for, I mean, seven damage or something like that. Mm. Um yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And then he tried to use Ezra to eliminate a weak way, um, but the weak way was able to on the lam it. That's huge. It was huge. Yeah. Right. And so he tapped, and then I, and he also killed a hired gun, and he killed a Jawa yeah. or something. But so he had tapped Spectre and used Ezra and Zeb at that point. Okay. And I had everybody left. Mm. And so um, Ezra had already taken. Who are your focusers? Dead. Do you have Gideon 3PO? I have just 3PO okay. and then uh, Jabba. Oh, and Jabba. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I focused up both weak ways. Um, Ezra had taken damage but recovered it via the surge and motivation. Okay. Um, so he had recovered three damage, uh, but then the weak ways just blasted him. Really? Yeah. So I mean, they were, they were two away. Yeah. So they both sat there, uh, shot him, and then prowled again yeah, to so hide. They're just like... So he, he put Ezra line. so far forward... That it ended up. Did he have on the lamp? No, he didn't. Interesting. Yeah. Because when he, so in our game, he was very aggressive, but he had on the lamp, right? right? So. Yeah. So you, obviously you can be that aggressive if you have on the lamp yeah. and the initiative cycling is working so that you can move him out of there. Yeah. Without, but he didn't. And so I, I killed Ezra and then I moved, Greta was in the treehouse. Mm. I moved him out. Um, and got and finished off Zeb. Mm. Even with um, was he not able to shoot you back? He was, but yeah. it didn't matter. Greedo hadn't taken any damage at that point. Okay, he had, he was just untouched okay. in the treehouse. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I finished off Zeb using assassinate, mm. and then at that point it was pretty much over. Clean up, yeah. Yeah, it was just clean up. So tell me about your game against Aaron. Yeah. Why it was like? What was right. the difference there? Oh, well, he was very conservative. Right? He was. We, Aaron played so conservatively, which. Um, I was on the lower side of the map. So I was in the sandy side of the We were map. playing Mos Eisley. Eisley yep. right. Sandy side of Mos Eisley. And so I decided, instead of putting... Usually we uh, funnel all of your people out, out to that door. Yep. So you have your terminal, the door, you have that little hallway. Yep. Um, I decided to put everybody back into the sand. Yeah. Anticipating that he would... Just bomb everyone. Just bomb everybody in, yep. and then that would give me some advantage in... You know, forcing extra moves. I mean, as the bloodbath begins, you're, you're one step back, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's what I wanted. Um, but he, he didn't bomb everybody in. He just <laughs> moved them up and grabbed the crates. Oh, I see. Um, and there was an unfortunate... It, so turn he, he won turn one uh, because he got 
um, a high roll on my Sabine. So my Sabine rolled a blank. Oh, no. And then, you know, he put six or seven damage on her. Mm. And then, but that put his Sabine out in the open. Okay. And so I shot oh, that shit. Sabine with Hondo. I mean, he had no points. Yeah. And so it was the plus two. And so Hondo rolled. Focused? No, focused Hondo? Uh, not focused. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he rolled nine damage. Oh, man. Oh man! Uh, but his Sabine dodged. It. Of course. And so ultimately, that's it. so. In a later round, the uh, I had so I, I had brought my weakways up. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them had gotten a shot on Sabine. Okay. So Sabine was hurting. Um, hurting. Yeah. Right, like three or four, probably three way. Yeah. Um, but then he used Ezra at the beginning of the round. So that was the end of the round. Start of the next round, he uses Ezra and Brash to body block for Sabine. Yeah. And I had. One of my weak ways could have moved up and taken that shot at Sabine, mm. but I was worried about parting blow. Mm. I didn't want to move him in, and then because Ezra and Kanan were both yeah. right okay. there, I, I didn't want him to move in, shoot, move out. Yeah, and then, I see what you're saying. Um, especially because he was, yeah, I, I was low on figures at that point anyway. Okay. Um, and so, I ultimately decided to go for Ezra. Okay. The way that the points were, I thought, so he was ahead by like two or three points. Yeah, so we're like razor margin here. Really close. And so I figured that I would need to kill two of his figures in order to come out, because that, that was the last round. Okay. Time had, time had was expired. Um, and so I had my weak ways go for Ezra. Mm. Um, I forgot that Ezra has that built-in block. <sighs> and so rolling, and so if it had been the specter block plus the white die. Yeah. Um, they had a reasonable shot at killing, him. at killing him, or at least getting him close enough that a grenade yeah. um, Sabine. from Sabine, yeah. or I, I had a hired gun close by that sure. could maybe finish him off. Um, but as it was, it wasn't, it, it wasn't even close. Dang. And then I had Hondo out in the open um, doing his thing, yeah. right? So his Sabine lived and went up and shot him. He became focused. Because you did his Let's Make a Deal. Exactly. Okay. And um, uh, so he, he made that attack with Spectre and then played Strength in Numbers. numbers to, to chain it through. To, to activate Sabine right afterwards and then grenaded him. And so I had on the lamb in my hand. Oh, man. But it, and so at that point it was over. Yeah. Um, I was hopeful that I could get both Ezra and Sabine off the map and that would have given me the game. Wow. So what did, would you play, how would you play differently? Well, yeah, I had to go for Sabine. Yeah. At that juncture, I had to just suck it up, go for Sabine. Yeah. Um, and he didn't have Parting Blow in his hand. Mm, so interesting. It, it was fine. Um, Wait, when you say Parting Blow, what do you mean? Could do you... I mean, I mean the, when you push somebody, when somebody leaves Maybe. adjacent, an adjacent spot. Uh, so that is Parting Blow, but he doesn't have anyone, he doesn't have anyone who can use it. Because that's a brawler it's only a brawler? Part. Yeah. Oh, Kane and Ezra are not brawlers. brawlers. No, I was wondering like oh. what you were uh, like when you're saying parting blow. There we go. So the problem yeah. is we've been playing too much Vader. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm terrified of parting blow because <laughs> Scott uses parting blow all the time. I mean, everyone's running parting blow. Okay, yeah. that's fair. There, yeah, we there go. you go. You didn't worry about that. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh well, that's all right. Yeah. So anyway, so Hondo died without getting any shot off that's that round, and, it, and then it was over. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. Interesting. I, it's going to be really interesting to see as like everyone continues to prep for regionals. I think we're going to have one more day where people are going to be like right. getting through their Spectre. And yes. I've actually I feel better about playing for Spectre, right? Because which is great. I mean, because the aggressive because Sam is aggressive, right? Yeah. And if and if you can be an aggressive Spectre, I feel like that's okay, right? right. Because. Aggressive Spectre is, it's you versus the math. And yes. if you're, like, coming on top of that, that's okay. Whereas 
Aaron being a conservative with Spectre, that's totally fine, except that, like, that allows... That a lot that you can plan around that, right? right? right. As opposed, to, like if they're being aggressive, yeah. you just have to like hope the math works out. Right. So yeah, and what I, I didn't give Aaron any easy targets, mm. and so he really had no incentive to play aggressively yeah, without right. putting somebody. I was hopefully he'd send Ezra after Jabba, yeah. or something like that. Something like crazy, wall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm two and three against Spectre right now because okay. I really haven't played all that much. Uh, since who have you so who have you lost to uh so i've lost to scott inspector twice okay i lost to aaron i think i've beaten aaron and beaten scott each once inspector something like that that's good enough right like we'll figure that out yeah um i don't i don't want to just keep losing (laughs) no one does no one does (laughs) no one does (laughs) okay awesome well i mean obviously a very impressive good showing today thank you you continue i i I won't say what your secret tech is what card that you should be running that you're not running just in case (laughs) someone is listening to this in preparation for our regional but however it's it's a really cool list so i wanted to get your opinion really fast okay jabba is i don't know if he's pulling his weight He's because there are so few okay. figures. Okay, that's fair. So I'm eliminating three or four figures at the most in yeah. a match. Um, so his focus and his card draw are terrific. Yep. Um, that might. So here's. So what 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 he does is he is like doubling down on Gideon and three PO, right? He's like Gideon and R two, right? right? Combined into one, right? Yes. We know that. Except he gives you points. The problem. Spe- there there not being very many figures on the board is a problem with Spectre, right? Because that does kill his value. Yeah. I, oh man, I don't know. Yeah. So like, what were you thinking? Like, yeah, so I've thought about Onar. Onar. Yep. Yeah, just to get his more damage. His health always matters. Yep, yep. Uh, his, health, his pure health is a good counter to Spectre Cell because they can't. They can't two-shot him. They can't two-shot him. They, I mean, they. Not often. They, they are very, very hard-pressed to two-shot him. Yeah. Ezra can't two-shot him. Yeah. Like, without like some kind of a miracle. Right. Um. So I like Onar a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it ma- helps your Spectre matchup, yeah. and that's a big deal. It right? is, yeah. Because if that's like what you're losing to, and you're beating consistently most other things, right? I would be more afraid of that, yeah. personally. I mean, yeah. Onar just is such a problem for the opponent, right? The problem is that at that point, I'm not getting. It's hard to know if I'm getting enough victory points. Yeah. To, I don't know. So you lose. I mean, in the Spectre matchup, you lose two to three victory points from right. Jabba. But I only ever kill two to three figures yeah. in Spectre. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. But the card draw is huge. Card draw is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know either. That's, I mean, it might be something you want to test and yeah. see if it does, if it makes a mark, like a, a, a big improvement. In, do you have Jawas in your list? I have one regular Jawa. Not an elite. Not an elite. Do you have black market prices? Yes. Okay, so I mean, if that's the place, and do you have black market the upgrade? I do not. So, I mean, that is actually a strong reason for including Jabba. And if you don't have that card, that probably actually makes it a little bit easier to get rid of him, right? Yeah. Don't you think? Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. So anyway, Slack channel. Uh-huh. We should have a discussion in the uh, scum list building yeah. channel About and that. see if Java is really relevant in the current meta with so many unique figures, figures. and few figures and few figures. Right? Yeah. Because Vader, Palp, Thrawn. I mean, that's six. That's six figures. Yeah. Right. That's six figures most of the time. Most maybe of the seven, time. Right. But not real. But really, yeah. it's like six. And really, I, once you kill Vader in that list. I mean, that, that's whether, what you're trying to do, exactly. right? The number of points you have left really isn't relevant most of the time. I think you're right. I so. mean, so it is it is good in the scum mirror, right? Because yeah, then you're yeah. pulling, because you're getting more value. Although they also have Onar, right? So it's like, right. if your lists are uh, mirrored, except one has Onar and one has Jabba, 
you get card draw and focus, and they have this 15 health, like, right. tank, right? Yeah. So I, I don't feel like the math works out clearly one way or the other, but right. I definitely think there's a question on that. Yeah. We'll have to talk about it. Great. All right. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you. Kenny. Thank you, Robert. Congratulations on winning, by the oh, way. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. The tournament was a lot of fun. I look forward to our regional. It's going to be in three weeks. Again, if you live anywhere close, please consider coming out. We are going to have a lot of fun. We have got a special alt art card that I will have in my hands by Christmas Day. That wonderful, most blessed of days. I will have a our sweet alt art cards. We've we're trying to like we go back and forth on whether or not we want to spoil them. They're really really cool. Is like the the, the short answer. I've also got these custom tokens that I have made for the tournament. They are a double-sided token, a plus one damage or a plus one block modifier token. They're really, really cool. And they've got like a quote. I think one is something from Ecclesiastes. Oh yeah, faithful friend is, friend is a strong defense. And the other one is Shakespeare. Once more into the breach. Yeah, it's something like that. It's awesome. They're very, very cool. Um, and then they say Zion's finest on the bottom. So again, we would love to have you. If you are coming, let us know so that we can make provisions for your stay. We are going to try and put everybody up in comfortable, lovely Utah lodging. So, you know, you can be here with me, Kristen, and the twins, and they will yell at you all day, and it'll be a lot of fun. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything, please let me know on the Slack. If you have any feedback, anything, I would love to hear about it. Otherwise, join us on the Slack channel by sending an email to zionsfinestia at gmail.com. Support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash zionsfinest. Thank you guys so much. Have a happy holidays. <laughs>